What's the matter? For Christ's sake, look at him, honey. Ferris? He doesn't have a fever, but he says his stomach hurts and he's seeing spots. I'm fine. I get up. No. 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 Annie, you're not going to school like this now. What's this? What's his problem? He doesn't feel well. That's it. I want out of this family. All he needs. They bought it. Oh, baby, I like it more. Yeah, baby, I like it more. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Bueller. Bueller. Grace! Bueller. 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 What is so dangerous about a character like Ferris Bueller is he gives good kids bad ideas. Let's surrender. Never. What are we going to do? The question isn't what are we going to do. The question is what aren't we going to do. I have got to catch him this time. To show these kids that the example he sets is a first-class ticket to nowhere. Oh, yeah. You sounded like Dirty Harry just then. Thanks, Grace. Somebody you should talk to. If you say Ferris Bueller, you lose a testicle. Oh, you know him. And welcome back to episode 41 of the Film Reel cast. Um, today we are doing Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, my first one in three weeks. But with me uh, this evening is uh, to my left, James. How yep. are you? Hi, I'm very good. Thank you very much, Graham. Welcome back. Thank you, thank you. I've missed you terribly. It's been painful three weeks, but I'm back. Uh, I'm not smiling, uh, but I'm back. So uh, we might try a joke later on, um, and we'll see how we go. But it's still a work in progress. So uh, we'll wait and see. Nim, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good evening. You are Nim, aren't you? I am indeed. Sorry, I just haven't seen you in a long time. <laughs> Only three weeks, Graham. Only three weeks. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll come to that in a minute. And, uh, and as always, Stu. Hello. How are you? Very good, thank you. And you? How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm good. I can't really speak because that pizza's better in my mouth. But, uh, Mine too, that. yes. Uh, just before we get on to Ferris Bueller's Day Off, um, yeah, uh, so Nim, um, it's good for you to be back. Yeah. Um, we've had a few uh, comments, I think, probably uh, it's the best way to describe it, on, a, on Twitter. I think people think I don't exist. Yeah. I, I ah, think ah. why. Well, what is a Nim? Who is a Nim? Yeah. That's the that's the question. But we established today 
uh, that a nim is actually a unit of time. No, really? Really. It's a unit of time that is 10 minutes later than the actual time. <laughs> I don't, too, in a different dimension. <laughs> yeah, yeah a nim, and so a nim is a... So for, for everyone out there who's wondering what a nim is, uh, he is a person, I believe, anyway, who's here, but he's, he's also a measure of time. So at the moment it is uh, 9.33 in the evening, but nim time. Mm. So, so 9.23, because it's... Uh, no. Ten minutes earlier. So if you were going to meet someone at eight o'clock and they arrived ten past eight, then they arrived one one nim later. Exactly. See, yeah. So uh, there's a uh, six nims in an hour, <laughs> and uh, the rest of the yeah. So uh, why 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 do you think nims late all the time? Nim. I don't know. I think there's something against me. Like you know, when I'm on my way somewhere, there's like forces of evil. That are just blocking in my path. <laughs> the worrying thing is, you actually believe that's true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Most of the time, it's speed cameras, but that's um, <laughs> because you're always running late. So, uh, you know, we'll uh, stop the uh, Twitter explosion as of what is a nim. No, it's not a mythical creature, although we sometimes wish it was. Um, he is actually a real person, but it is a unit of time, 10 minutes later than the time itself. And, yeah. also, and also, one of the people was asking who you need to do a shout out to is Brian S. Britton, or at Brian S. Britton. He asked, What is a NIM? Does a NIM exist? I said, You'd give him a shout out. So, Brian, how you doing, mate? Here is the real NIM <laughs> saying hello to you, mate. Carry on listening to us. <laughs> there you go. There you uh, go. And, uh, all right, so I know that NIM was itching to tell us some news. Her, uh, you saw someone famous. Yeah, I was um, I was at a, at a uh, event, an event um, in Surrey, where I I met a chap who's sitting next to me, a really really nice guy, um, Nasty Nick from EastEnders. Um, John, is, is it? Oh, oh, I can't remember his surname, but I just met him as John. Mm. Um, he'll know who he is if if he uh, does decide to listen. That's got to be the stupidest uh, thing I've ever heard. Hello. There you go, that is a nim. <laughs> James, you know who you are, I don't do you? Know who I am, yeah. <laughs> you'll know who he is. Well, if he's listening, you'll know who I'm talking about. If anyone's still listening. <laughs> if anyone hasn't quite given up yet on us, um, yeah. But hi, John, and it was really nice meeting you. Nice guy. Really <laughs> nim. <laughs> so it's, it, it is amazing, it's amazing. Uh, James, have you done anything interesting this week? What? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a mouthful of pizza. He has. Oh, no, not really. <laughs> That's what I asked you. She's got a mouthful of drink. No, 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 no. I've done nothing exciting at all. I played Destiny. How's that working out for you? Have you gone and seen that bloke that you were talking about on a weekend? Where you can only see my weekend? No, you can say comes tonight. Well, tomorrow, 9am. So, yeah, so, so he sells exotic weapons. The problem is, I've got this exotic bounty. And I keep asking people to help me. I've got no friends. So I ask is, is this media. someone who you've met on the internet who's now a special friend who you're going to meet by the no, shops? He's, 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 no, 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 no. He's come to the tower in Destiny and you can buy special items from him with strange coins. Right. And has he told you not to kind of tell your, like your mum you're going out? No. Oh, he's not that kind of special friend. <laughs> no, no, okay. No. I so, just no. wondered. If any, if any of our amazing listeners do play it, on PlayStation Four. 4. PlayStation Four. Help. Let us know via Twitter uh, at the Film Realcast, and uh, I'm sure that someone, Jack, we can find James a friend. Not only are we doing a good movie tonight, we're also going to find 
change a friend and find out what a nim is. So we've, uh, we're doing, doing well so far. We've done that. So I'll hand over to... Uh, I've watched John Wick this week with Keanu Reeves, which is a really good film. It got panned by a lot of people saying the acting's a bit cardboard and his best days were like um, Point Break and Matrix and stuff like that. But I really enjoyed it. It's a really good action film. It's a very simple story, but great action. And I'd recommend that to anyone because it's really, really good. But on with today's film. <coughs> it's Ferris Bueller's Day Off in 1986. It's another John Hughes film. Obviously, we've done Weird Science... Uh, was that last week we've done Weird Science no the week before we did The Wrestler last week so okay. for episode 39 we did Weird Science um, this is uh, a synopsis first the film follows high school senior Ferris Bueller played by Matthew Broderick who decides to skip school and spend a day there in downtown Chicago accompanied by his girlfriend Sloane Peterson played by Mia Sara and his best friend Cameron Fry who's Alan Ruck he creatively avoids uh, school principal Ed Rooney played by Jeffrey Jones and his resentful sister, played by Jennifer Grey. Uh, and it's basically the shenanigans that he gets on in Chicago whilst avoiding um, Rooney and uh, trying to make it home on time without getting caught out. And it's a really simple but fun story. As I say, the film stars Matthew Broderick as Ferris Bueller, Anna Ruck as Cameron Fry, Mia Sarah, Sloane Peterson. Mia uh, Sarah, his girlfriend, she, she, was she from Legend? Uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. I couldn't. I didn't. She's from the her. Sword as well, which um, Josh showed me the other day. Um, oh, which is like starring yes, Eric Roberts, and it's got Jennifer Grey, obviously from Dirty Dancing. Uh, was it before Dirty Dancing Street? I can't remember. That was oh, after. This was after Dirty Dancing. No, no this was before, before Dirty Dancing. This Dirty was. Dancing was like '89. Yeah, this was before. This is what okay. got Jennifer Grey going. I don't know. I was only just born. I don't know. And, uh, oh, it also had. I know we'll get to it. Charlie Sheen playing Charlie himself. Sheen. He plays himself. Yes. Yeah. And he's yeah. What? He does. what a drugged up actor sitting in a police station. Plays himself. Plays himself. Strange <laughs> <Straight Straight out. laughs> yeah. He knows who he is, Stu. He knows who he is. <laughs> he knows. And he did stay up for some ridiculous amount of time, didn't he, to actually look the part of someone who was on drugs. It was something like four days straight that he didn't sleep for. Oh, you mean he actually went into the character yeah. and went on a four-day drugs binge? Yeah, uh, I think he did about a 30-year method acting after that of He alcohol. did, yeah, just alcohol, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alcohol, he does, he's done well. He drugs. Yeah, managed to get kicked off it's a tough life. many shows. It's a tough life. But did do good movies in uh, Hot Shots. And uh, this budget for this film was 5.8 million, and in the US, uh, box office first takings were 70 million, so it made a lot of money. And there was a Ferris Bueller's TV series. Oh, wow. Yeah, which, uh, like most of them, the spin-offs don't really have any legs. It started August 1990 and ended in August 91. It was killed off after its first season, and it was just called Ferris Bueller. Uh, there's no one really famous in that. Do you reckon it was too long after the film, being four years? I just think it, maybe they thought it was a sequel time and no one wanted to do the sequel and... They just thought, let's do a series and that's it. So a lot of people were saying that like the Ghostbusters 3 film, instead of doing that, they should do a, a series rather than do a film. Because obviously the films, uh, the TV series they have these days. Mm. Like They're Walking, trying to compete with Arrow. Yeah, like, like Walking Dead and things like that. A massive kind of mini films, aren't they, every week? Yeah, especially, I mean, you look on the budget. You know, Walking Dead, Arrow, The Flash, Game of Thrones, you know, um, Breaking Bad. You look at the budget that those things must have had. You know, it's it's getting near. It's getting near medium type films you see at the cinema. Surely, you know. No, oh, surely some of them, with the way that they're going now, they're going to be almost. Well, for a season, going to be a, a 
a budget of a movie, surely. Yeah, you're probably right, actually. Yeah, I mean, when you take into account, I mean, even Game of Thrones is 10 episodes, 10 yeah. hours of that, yeah, with all the, yeah, you're right, it has to be. Well, that's it, and look at the people that have in these films, like John Voight and people like that, and like Ray Donovan. Yeah, Sean Bean. Yeah, it's, not, it's not like like, like small, up-and-coming actors anymore, yeah. is it? It's proper, like, movie stars. Yeah, they're well-established. And also, just tangenting off early doors, see what I posted on Facebook with regards to Robert Downey Jr. said, this was yesterday, and he posted that in eight days' time there's going to be a massive announcement with regards to uh, like the Marvel series, but he hasn't said what it is. I got really excited about His that. His Facebook page is really funny. Yeah, I've been thinking so many different things. I have no idea what it could be. I don't think it's going to be anything directly to do with Iron Man or anything like that. I hope it's not going to be an Iron Man 4 or nothing. I don't think Why? they need it. It might be. Just because I don't think they need it. I think it's just Marvel and the Cinematic Universe has got so big that you just don't need it. The way they're doing it now, it's like another world, isn't it? The way they build it into like phase one, phase two and phase three. It's absolutely brilliant because it's kind of, they're not rushing everything and it's obviously going to end with the Civil War. But now they're, they're just finishing, or they're starting phase three now, aren't they? They're just finishing phase two. That they kind of, it's, they've got so much control over it, and you don't know what the phases are going to no, be. And there's so many different characters as well, uh, and it's just a complete universe. So I don't think they need an Iron Man 3 or Iron Man 4, rather, to push the franchise along at all, just because it's making millions. Well, that rumour is that he's going to be in the Captain America film anyway. That was the rumour, wasn't it? I don't know, was it? Yeah. You got anything to back that up? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> James was just hoping that anything he says is actually going to come true. That's what the means, surely. Yeah, but you could have... Yeah, because uh, so-and-so told me this. Civil War. That's disappointing. I'm sure if you Google it, you might find more information. Well, he's could... Iron Man in the next Captain America film. That's all you need to Google. Well, he's Iron Man in the next Captain America film. He would be Iron Man, though, wouldn't he? Yeah. He uh, knows who he is. Does he know himself? <laughs> 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 he knows who he is if he's listening. Yeah, if he's listening. Um, <laughs> what I said was, John... He, he knows who he is. Because <laughs> you can't remember his surname, that's why. Back, that doesn't make it we mean, surname. his surname. Not, yeah, I can't remember his surname, but the point is... Is, that, is it John Altman? Is he, yeah. the, one, is he the one that... Um, but I, I told him about Phil Brilkoff, so that's why if he listens to it, yeah. he'll know... Do you think he's saying Nim, he knows who he is? Or he probably doesn't, actually. He probably wouldn't be know. saying I that. Nim, he's not too sure who he is. Well, no, because <laughs> he might remember him as someone that turned up late for the event. Yeah. I was actually on time. Seriously, did you get to? I was half an hour early. So you were three nims three early. Three nims early. <laughs> That's incredible. That is. Okay, right back to the film. Um, so the film starts with Ferris Bueller, and he's in bed, and he's not very well. Um, and he says, basically, it's a lovely day. Why do you want to go to school today? So he's already worked out that he's going to bunk off today. Who bunked off when they're at school? No, I, I never did. did. No, I did a couple. You of didn't. No, right, no, no. I, I never did. Never did. I'm, I'm too. James, like you didn't. I think maybe Ferris Bueller inspired me. Did you bunk off, or were you late? I bunked off, <laughs> and I was late on occasions. <laughs> you were late bunking <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What did you turn up? Turn up about half past three. Going, right, boys, let's go. I bunked going. off quite a lot. Really? Yeah. What did you do? Went up to London, went to museums, and or went round my mate's house and watched films. So you went from an educational place. You left that education place bunking off to go to a museum and learn about what you could have learned about at school. Yeah, well, I could do it in my own time. 
didn't have these boundaries that the school puts on you, you know? So you can say I've got anger problems. These boundaries. You have. It's all about boundaries. Oh, you've done really oh. well in your course. Oh. You've done really, really yeah. well. Yeah, Excellent yeah, stuff. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you guys think about Ferris Bueller's character in this film? It's good. He breaks the fourth wall, doesn't he, a few times? He does at the start and the end, doesn't he? Yeah, and in between, he will go, someone will say something, and that's like a friend would do, like, you know, somebody, when they said, uh, you know, so we, we all looked at each other. He would, he would like look at the camera. Yeah. Mm. You know, quite often, which, which I liked. Uh, what kind of character do you think he is? A funny one. Because I was looking on lots of um, different forums and stuff like that, posted when this film came out, and like a lot of things, there have been a lot of debates about this film, because it's a, quite a cult film. A lot of people were saying, and it depends how much you read into it and analyse it and stuff like that. The first Bueller's actual is quite a shitty kid because when you look at it, he's just very self-centred. That he only cares about himself. He wants the day off. He can't have the day off unless Cameron has a day off to get around. Mm. And he wants to spend time with his girlfriend at the expense of Cameron. And to do that, Cameron's got to make certain sacrifices that if he doesn't, he's let Ferris down. And they were saying the part where, and skipping ahead, but we'll cover it anyway where they go to the parade and they don't know where he is. He says he's probably gone and left us here. And uh, that's the kind of thing that he'd do. Again, it shows that Cameron thinks that Ferris Bueller's a shit and that's the kind of thing that he'd do. I, I, I think... I don't wow, you, I don't, that's really in-depth. He's, he's, brought this, he's brought this really down, hasn't he's he? He's brought it down to something... Not you, personally, whoever... whoever but that's what they were saying. That's what... Yeah. And a lot of people had different views on it, it and is, stuff like that. I can't believe people kind of think so deeply into something that's just so light-hearted. Yeah, I'd never thought of it like that yeah. at all. Never had. But you've ruined the film for me now. That's good. I'm glad I did. <laughs> Best <laughs> bit worth it. Might as well get it over there. But that's what they said. And, but and they were said that he's... Because it was kind of titled, Why is he such a, a social hero for the teens back in the day? And that was like the headline of it. But maybe that's how it, well, not maybe, but that's how it was in the 80s and probably is now. But that's how kids are very fickle, kids. aren't they? Yeah, you know, if you want to be my best mate, then, you know, you've got to share your chocolate yeah. bar. Kids do that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly, and, yeah. And I just thought it was, it was very enterprising. That's what I'd like to... I'd, I'd manipulative is probably the best way to describe it. He is very manipulative, yeah. As you say, he is very enterprising, he's very clever. But it was just really interesting to read the, like reading it on the flip side of what other people thought about it and what it could be yeah. uh, viewed as when you looked into it that he's a very self-centred character and it's all about him and he doesn't give a shit and he'll use other people to get what he wants. They were saying again that... He told his girlfriend that he loved them, and then he ran across the garden and saw those two fit birds in the garden, and stopped and introduced himself. Seconds options, after, options. Yeah, seconds after, yeah. declares under I love. I mean, again, that's not. That's just what these people say. I mean, that is a my view. To, that, that whole bit was a bit bizarre, to be honest. Yeah. Because he was running. He was running away on the clock to get back home. Yeah, and that's that's the kind of thing they were saying. But I mean, I, I think that's a really too in-depth way of looking yeah. at a character that's quite two-dimensional, really, isn't he? Yeah, he reminded me, I mean, they did it, I know you don't like Ryan Reynolds, but he's very much a bit like Van Wilder, I thought, the way, like, yeah. the way, yeah. people, yeah. the way people saw him at school. Yeah, the life and soul of everything and everybody's yeah. friend, but actually, he's only trying to get, he's only, only do it for his own gains and stuff. Yeah, you saw a lot of people in the school saying he did this for me and he got me out of summer school and stuff like that, but again, in that, that article they were saying that there's no evidence of this 
like throughout the film. No, no, it isn't really, is it? No, but yeah, no, it's a film helping. You see, you see like little things though, don't you? Where his sister gets really annoyed off the balloon to save, mm. save Ferris. So uh, water tank, water, water tank or something, whatever it was, and um, even the the uh, Mister uh, Ed Rooney secretary, you know, when when you know they're having that discussion about, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, he was sort of hell bent on bringing Ferris down. Yeah. And she go, you know, she kind of summed it up. She goes, you know, the the jocks, the geeks, the slags. This, that, yeah. everybody likes Ferris. So they all think, think he's a righteous yeah. dude, don't yeah. they? Yeah. No, 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 it, just, it was just a weird way of looking at it. But it's true. Why, why does everyone like him? I don't think there's probably not a lot of that in there. But no. Did there need to be a lot of that in no, there? No, I, I think I think there didn't need to be, really. But as I say, he's, he's um, he managed to blag the day off. And he's a, quite a mummy's boy. You see that, don't you? Mm. Yes. That his, his mum and dad go and say they're going to check up on him and have a, like some hot soup and he speaks... Well, it speaks like a, not like a seventeen-year-old, but like a baby, really, doesn't he? He's very mothered. That, yeah, for me, that annoyed. But he's doing really He does manipulate him very well, doesn't he? He knows he what to do. Yeah, but it just shows what he's like when he's at home, and he is kind of he adopts that demeanour at home of just a soft pussy, doesn't yeah. he? Basically, which is but maybe that's why his sister hates him so much because she knows. He knows yeah, she, she just knows yeah. that he's what, yeah. what sort of like. Yeah. So Ferris, as he gets a day off, um, as, a, as you say, there's a few scenes in there where he breaks the fourth wall and he speaks directly to the camera yes. with regards to what he wants to do. And he says, um, life's really fast. If you stand still, you miss it. And um, Which is quite a famous quote that's been used by um, other politicians in America. And then he gives Cameron a ring. And Cameron's, uh, when I first watched it, when I was younger, I never really liked the Cameron Fry character. He seems very, uh, very weak, doesn't he? And he's obviously neglected by his parents. But I think at the end of the film, you could argue he's the most rounded character out of the film. He's the most rounded character. He's the most he's developed yeah. character at the end. Come the end of the you film, you see the big change. But this is what I mean. Again, when, it's, when you know you got these people that are saying that he's very self-centered, in some ways, the actions in that days help Cameron kind of achieve something because he's quite he's too you know throughout the whole film he, he just says he's very. Or it comes across that he's very scared to confront his dad, isn't he? Yeah. Dad. That's not intentional, yeah. though, is it? No. I mean, there's, a, there's only one time where Ferris Bueller says, no, I'll take the rap for the car. That's right at the end. And that's right at the end. Apart from then, he says no. And I, I don't think it's an intentional move by Ferris Bueller to, to try and kind of work on Cameron and build him up to be a man and face his dad, is it? I think it's just a case of Cameron's... Had a choice. It's got no, yeah, he has got no choice whatsoever. He's just got to face up to it and face the music. And he, he hates his dad and he hates his mum. It's a lovely car, though, isn't it? It is a nice car, yeah. It's not a real Ferrari. It's not indeed. Why is it not a real Ferrari? They're, they're too expensive at the time of filming, I think. It I was. The studio's more valid than I do, but. Yeah, they made, um, they made it for fiberglass. Oh, so it's, so it's a fake car, but. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's a really bit, there's bit, probably like a bit in there. Or something. I figured though, right, because you're so good at cars, you'd know, because you are the car man. That's I true. knew this. I knew this was going to go up. I knew it was disappointed. Yeah, you are really, really good. I have to say, I'm you surprised are. you haven't. It's got not, up. it's not a real one, so I'm not really. When interested. it comes to anything cars, anything cool, anything for for women to look at men and think that's cool, I want him. <laughs> you're the man. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't actually pick that up, to be honest. You're the only one, I reckon, that could look good naked in aviators. (laughs) 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 Thanks for that, I did that last bit there, James. 
Well, oh, you would wear an aviator's naked. Yeah, James said I'll be, I'll be the best looking one. He's the only one here that would get away with wearing aviators naked, walking around. I thought you meant you've seen a photograph of him wearing aviators naked. I have, I know, but I'm closing my eyes. I can see it now, Steve. I might actually do it one day, <laughs> just for you, James. <laughs> do it, do it, do it. I don't want any blow of it, so I want the whole thing. Why do, you want to, why do you want to... Has anyone got a big zoom there? You know how they have to put blurry bits on the nipples and stuff? Blowy bits? Blurry! Oh, blurry. That's a whole different conversation. That's a blurry bit. Blurry, blurry bits? Yeah. Blurry bits? <laughs> what the hell's a nim? Yeah. <laughs> and he's awake though, that's the main thing. He's, he's, he's talking, talking. He's, he's talking, which means he's alive. Yeah, he's, he's actually managed to stay awake for a little while, so uh, I'm thoroughly impressed. He's doing really, really well at the moment. But yeah, so they get he gets Cameron out of bed and... Cameron gets in the car, gets out of the car, and then he knows he's being controlled by Ferris Bueller, doesn't he? He does. He even, he even kind of, he doesn't break the fourth wall, but he's talking to himself, isn't he? And Ferris Bueller is giving us a commentary on exactly what's happening. It's quite, quite, because what he says, Cameron does. Yeah. Yeah, because he goes and sits in the car, and then gets out of the car, and then jumps up and down a bit. And then you see him walk back to the car, which is quite good, yeah. Yeah, and he gets so pissed off, he hits a steering wheel and just jumps up and down. Yeah. So, in that way, you know they're not real mates, don't you? Because you're looking at me as if you're talking shit. That's harsh. That's so harsh. I don't know. Cameron, Cameron just Cameron weak? really likes Ferris Bueller. It's a bit like when you're going out with a girl, but you don't really like her that much, but she really adores you. Or Do you think he really likes him? I think Cameron likes him. He even says to the to her Ferris Bueller's girlfriend, you know, he's, he's a nice bloke, really, and he's really cool. Or but something. is that because he hasn't got a big circle of friends? Could be. But he looks like... Or oh, can he just see the good in everyone? Or he's got no friends. Because <laughs> you like us, James. Oh! <laughs> but James has no friends. That's not very nice. Oh. We're your friends. I've got no friends on PlayStation 4. Oh, yeah, exactly. We, we're, we're trying, trying to change that. We're trying yeah, to we are change trying to get more friends. friends. can help me with my destiny. Exactly. This is what, true. Your destiny. That was like Star Wars. Wow. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. More than that later. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So he goes around Ferris Bueller's um, house and they, he rings, uh, or Cameron rings Rooney, doesn't he? Every time you say Rooney, I think of Wayne. I don't know why. Dude, Wayne Rooney's a twat. I don't think of him. <laughs> so uh, so he, he rings Rooney and, or have I got his model up? Yeah, he rings Rooney and says that he's trying to get Peterson out of school. And says that the grandmother's died, and uh, and first, or first of all, before that, actually, when Ferris Bueller doesn't turn up, that Rooney rings Ferris's mum and says that he's been ill. And it's his ninth, or at this yeah. term, this is the ninth time he's been off ill, and and she's unaware of that. And then he starts saying, "Well, most parents are unaware," and he gets very, very cocky, doesn't he? He does. Well, while the while the screen on the computer screen, his absence days are going down. <laughs> Yeah, it goes down to two. How, you don't how yeah. did you do that? He's, he's hacking into the system. But was it with, with, with a Macintosh? Well, yeah, but with an Apple, with a Mac One or Mac Two. Yeah. 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 Just... How, but did we have the internet? We have the internet back then, and I, I didn't know. Uh, the internet's twenty years old, isn't it? It'll be a. It'll... It was nineteen eighty-three, I think. Yeah, but would it'll, it'll probably be, it'll be a dial-up modem. No, but to... I don't think I don't. No house would have had the internet in eighty-six. No. It, the it's internet was around. It was around a lot yeah. earlier than we think, but it wasn't. Available Mainstream. commercially yeah. to anyone so else. And, and the only modem, modem you did have was on the phone, you had to dial it in yourself. Yeah, yeah you did. And that's when you are 56k. Yeah. And that wasn't around until we at least had like Windows. But hates the film, it's not real, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. No, no, but it was just a bit bizarre. That's yeah. Not, okay. 
And I love the... Um, 1980, just an uh, interruption there. Uh, 1982. Oh, there you are. I wasn't that far off. Um, it was kind of pottering around. Okay, so it would have been possible then. Yeah. yeah. The internet protocol. Fair enough. Technically, it's really been there since the 1950s. But uh, actually, out in the public domain, access was expanded in 1981. Well, the internet's been around since the 1950s. The, the, a, the technology, I think. The te- it was. Yeah, the, the process for which the, the right. sharing of data. This is cool stuff. So I was going to say, the internet's not been around since the 50s. I can't remember when it was invented. Right, 1982. <laughs> I actually do. <laughs> I remember it being on a programme when I invented the internet. Is that right. Tomorrow's World? Right. Yeah, course, Tomorrow's World. Yeah. Was, it, was it a black box you shouldn't drop? According to uh, Wikishit, uh, it is um, the history of the internet begins with the development of electronic computers. Our electronic computers, initial concepts of packaging networking were in with those computers in the nineteen fifties. Packaging networking, which is basically the internet just condensed, is nineteen fifties. But nineteen eighty. Well, you you can't dispute the computer expert. You know what? Even though it's computer mumbo jumbo, he sometimes makes it. He makes it sound cool. It's because he's so. with no pants on. It's because he's so good looking. He is so it deceives you. I love the way that no one can actually see no. this, which yeah. is hilarious. Yeah. So at this point in time, if you listen to this going, I look like a troll, or going, he's got a really squeaky voice, looks like a boy, or going, yeah, he's a hunk. He's like a siren, isn't he? His, his looks lure you in, and I know, you believe like a, everything yeah, he says. Full sense of security, and then I have to spend three weeks on anger management. Yeah. Exactly. If I was a girl, I'll get up from the new sofa, and it'll be slightly damp. That's how much I'm, that's how Okay, back onto the film. <laughs> that's a pizza. Uh, Edie McClurg, who plays Grace, the secretary. Yes. Really, she's a great character. She is. Yeah, and she kept her hair like that on purpose um, because she said that she loved her hair when she was in, her, like, in the 60s and her teens. So she wanted to have her hair like that again. And uh, they had a competition of how many pencils she could stick in her hair and that's why in the film she often is putting pencils out of her hair. Uh. Because that was like an ongoing joke between her and, um, I keep saying Hugh Hefner, but it isn't obviously Hugh Hefner, it's John Hughes. I've got something on my mind that, for when we finish the podcast. <laughs> Is that privatised too? Yeah, 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 fun time. So, um, so Cameron speaks to, uh, to Rooney and says that Sloane Peterson's grandma's died. And whilst he's speaking to Peterson, he believes it's Ferris Bueller, so it insults what he believes is Ferris Bueller non-stop, doesn't he? He does. Such as like, bringing the corpse to the front of the school and uh, I'll check her out and stuff like that. And then, it's brilliant because as he's, you think he's on top, then Ferris Bueller obviously rings up to speak to Rooney to ask for his sister to bring some schoolwork home. And I love that bit where Grace walks in and there's Ferris Bueller on line one and just to look on Rooney's face. The realisation, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's been properly But busted. it's amazing how the thought that's gone into it, though. Yeah. Like, every little detail is... It's like a military operation. Every little detail and eventuality yeah. is covered, no yeah. matter what. Oh, well, if we do this, then he's going to ring up. Well, yeah. actually, if we ring up beforehand... Oh, he's going to think it's me, though. So what we'll do is you ring up, yeah. pretending, and then I'll ring up as me. You say, that the good thing is, though, we haven't had... Cameron, we don't know how to arrive at the Fresh Booty's house yet. Or they haven't met you, have they? So it, we who's initially. Ferris from Cameron. Yeah. yeah, a Cameron who's basically on the phone pretending to be the dad. Yeah, he does that from Ferris's house. Yeah, but yeah. They, they haven't, as far as I know, they haven't. There's no actual evidence on screen. There's no evidence on screen that he'd gone to his house. So until. Yeah, because whilst he's on the phone. Um, yeah, Ferris, we see him, but it's, it's a good half minute until the game's given away. Uh, to, to the point where you don't generally. 
you don't know for hundred percent that that isn't is or isn't Ferris, and it's not Frank. But possibly, I'm now confused because I've stewed a choking on a chili. Uh, yeah. Um, no, I don't remember that bit. I I thought he was at his house, and you knew he was, he was but at his we house. Didn't straight, we didn't know it straight away. It's the way they cut. It was during, it. It's, the, yeah. it's the way they it was cut during the, the conversation. You suddenly found out that Cameron's overacting with his mouth. He's pretending to be the the dad. Ah, what did you say to me about four podcasts ago that you watch it but you, you don't see it or something? Something like that, yeah. Some yes. wise comment that was that's now gone. But yeah, I love that bit. And then it kind of pitches on the ruinous strawberry somewhat, doesn't it? That <laughs> it does. It, and, and as you say, it's the foresight of when you're young watching this film, thinking, I'd love to do that. He second guesses everyone, doesn't he? You'd just love to screw over your headmaster or headmistress yeah. because... Uh, it's just having that one over yeah. there, isn't it? And when Cameron says, you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Call me sir. <laughs> yeah. Who wouldn't love to get their head teacher to do that? It would be absolutely quality. So that's when he goes to, um, and he says, right, because we've now got to take the car there, we can't take Cameron's car, so it's part yeah. of crap. Yeah. Um, but he's got to take his uh, dad's car, which is a, uh, a 250 GT California Ferrari. Only 100 of them made. Exactly, and um, so he doesn't want to take his car there, but he says to pull this off, that he's got to take his dad's car there, and he says his he, dad loves his car more than he loves him. And this, going back to what you said about being selfish, Ferris just wants to get in a Ferrari, I feel, mm. rather than anything else, let's be honest. Yeah, he doesn't care whatsoever. No. But let's also be honest, if we all had an opportunity to do that, would you not do that? Not I, thought, really. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't square everyone one of my mates. But he's not screwing over his mate. He was well, just, he is, just, just saying, well, this is what we need to do. We do all like 17 or something. There is I'm nothing not, that would convince honest. me I, to do that. I, I, I would do that. There is nothing that would convince me to take no. out my old man's Ferrari, knowing that when I got home, if he knew that... No, but I'd take my mate's Ferrari. No. I wouldn't even do that, because you know that something's going to go wrong and you're going to end up, my bloody luck, I'll end up in trouble, and then it'll be, oh no, it was all, all Graham's fault. Oh, right, brilliant. Yeah, there's no yeah, way. You're not insured either. Yeah. I don't know how the insurance thing works in America. Don't know, I just wouldn't do that. Yeah, there's no way What's I would. Will you take it? Okay. I would do it. Sorry, I've been you watching Road Wars recently, all right? I'm going to be honest. I'm not saying you're not. You'll be honest, you'd steal the car. I'd take, take the car and I'd do exactly what he did. If it's a Ferrari, you had the right to remain silent. Like that. So there's no way I'd do that. I just couldn't, couldn't do it. And he didn't even know. When he said, we'll jack it up and reverse it and put the miles off, he didn't know that was going to happen. Obviously, it didn't happen. So What's, what, what's funnier is the fact that he thinks if you travel in reverse, the miles come off. Yeah. yeah that just shows the immaturity. Like, I, I, probably I, should, if you're thinking like that, well, tip for today, you. listeners, if you're thinking like that, you should probably stay in school. I've got, I've, yeah. got I've got a confession to make. I was watching my brother, who's a mechanic, and I turned around and went, really? So there you go. There you go. That's my confession. What did your brother say to you? He just looked at me and then carried on watching the film. What year was this? Was this yesterday? <laughs> was it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the, yeah. So it was the twenty sixth, no, twenty fifth of Feb. So there you go. So James is the only person in history that's got no. negative miles on his car because <laughs> yeah. he keeps driving it reverse. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why. For some reason, I thought if they had lifted it up and did it because it's an old car, it might work. That's that. I, I was. I was wrong. I okay, that's a fair point. Two seconds, I thought, really? And then he, well, he didn't answer me, he just carried on. I'm, I'm he looked at me and then carried on watching He looked at you in disgust, like, you're not my brother. <laughs> yeah, I think he went Milburn. Milburn. <laughs> 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 I 
But anyway, moving on, Steve, sorry. <laughs> I can't have to talk about this, to be honest. <laughs> well, yeah. that, that and wrestling school, and goodness knows what else. That was quite interesting, the, the wrestling school on uh, episode 40, that you went to wrestling school. I did. And had a fight with the Cobra Kai wrestling school across the road. Apparently, that's why you left. I think we're embellishing it now, but uh, yeah, yeah, fight first, fight hard, no mercy, sir, absolutely. It's brilliant, it's really interesting. I've got a Cobra Kai t-shirt, actually. That's really, really interesting as well. Yeah, maybe we can take a picture and put it on a... Uh, our Facebook and Twitter, if you want. We we may well. Have you got some lycra? No. Because obviously I miss that being. Uh... I can't. I won't wear it anymore. I've got. What you won't wear your lycra or your t-shirt? Well, it's just it's a bit too tight. It's whatever the opposite of camel toe is. Um, we spoke about know. that. I we, don't know yeah, what, yeah, what it is. Oh. If anybody knows <laughs> what the opposite of camel toe is, if they could let us know on a Twitter or Facebook, and I'd be really intrigued. Or even email us at filmrealcast at gmail dot com. You think it's a hoof? I don't know, but anyway. God, God bless my phone. I think we came here to do a film. I'm not sure. <laughs> we did. We've spoken about wrestling, camel hoofs, and reversing cars. Absolutely. That's not bad going. Uh, so he does pick her up, um, and whilst he picks her up, that's when you meet um, uh, Ferris Bueller's sister, uh, Jennifer Grey, who plays, is it Jeannie? And she hates Ferris Bueller, doesn't she? She's with a, with a, Here we go. No uh, more tags. I can tell by the, the look on the, your face that you've got some information. No more kind of a moose knuckle. So a camel hoof, the equivalent. Like of a camel bloke. toe. A, the male equivalent of a camel toe is a moose knuckle. Okay. Well, there you go. Apparently, that's what um, it says on Urban Dictionary. That brings that brings it from the labyrinth to a whole new light, then. (laughs) The Barry 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 Bulge, the Barry Bulge, or whatever you want to call it. So you can learn something every day at my age. Bump or bulge seen when a man wears tight pants. There you go. Thank you very much, Graham. Thank you. I'll go now. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So you pick Sloan up, and. They basically go to Chicago, where that's where John Hughes was brought up, and that's why in a lot of his films, he does use Chicago. And it was filmed in Chicago. It was filmed in Chicago, exactly. Because they go to quite a few of the landmarks. Well, you see the landmarks. Yeah, and that's what he wanted to show it off as his his hometown, because he he felt it's a good town to use in the locations. And they go to downtown Chicago and leave their Ferrari of two garage attendants, who um, look as dodgy as you can possibly come, really, don't they? Yes. And again, that's a naivety of Ferris Bueller. All of them, isn't it? They're 17 or whatever they are. And they leave it with two geezers who you wouldn't trust holding a can of Coke, would you, have them no. nicking it? So, uh, and they probably take the car for a joyride. So um, the three of them experience the carefree day of what Chicago's got on to offer. And they first go to a fancy restaurant, um, which is called Chez Oui. I think it is. I think go. it is. I can't pronounce it properly. Well, I can't even or understand. Or Could be Shea Wee, I don't know. Where um, Ferris poses Abe Froman, the sausage king of Chicago. And again, this is very similar to the, the Rooney incident where he goes in there and he sees um, Abe Froman on the, uh, on the list of reservations. He does. And he says, what, you're the Chicago king or the sausage king of Chicago? And he says, yeah. And he basically belittles... Uh, Bueller and says go back to your yeah. your nursery doesn't he this bloke was he playing a British bloke no I think he was playing a fucking snob wasn't he Someone he was up his own ass. he was but he seemed to have a I'm sure I can't remember whether he had a British accent yeah, a weird accent yeah. he was, was probably just an American trying to sound posh posh yeah yeah, yeah. 
So, which sounds weird. It is. There's no <laughs> national language in America. There you there go. Such thing as America. You're so full of unless, facts. Unless you buy a PC and it says English US, and you're like, what? Yeah, is but that technically, about? like we have English as our uh, our national language. Keyboard, although, they Surely. No. Oh yeah, they don't know how to play. Yeah, you, so in England you have English. That's our. And then in America like a, you have Colour without a U. In, you know, you French, go. Spanish, and yeah, Portuguese. Whereas American, there isn't actually a national language of America. So you can't go to America and go, right, I'll speak American, because it's natural language, because it's so diverse and so such a young country. that that's why, because you've got, obviously, like, Spanish, you've got all kinds of so languages. So it's natural. You can't turn around and go, right. Yeah. Uh, do you know, all I can do is look at you. I don't even listen to You're what you mesmerized. say. I am. I'm mesmerised. Just. I'm just trying to bring a bit of education. No, I really appreciate that. Thank you very much, Graham. That's really good. And you think I'm being sarcastic, don't you? Honestly, I'm not. I really also enjoyed um, James's wrestling stories last week. So thank you very much for that, James. Mocking, and really, it wasn't much enjoyment for me. <laughs> 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 Come from the man with the pun on top of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How is the ponytail today? Is it good? It's not too bad. It's not too bad. It's Excellent stuff. Excellent. So, uh, again, he gets one over on the guy where he gets Sloan Peterson to ring him up whilst he's on the phone and describe what Abe Froman looks like. And obviously, she's on another telephone and describes um, Ferris down to a T. But then he tries to get away because he realises, oh, someone's on the other line. Yes. And Ferris has said, before said, I'm going to call the police. And then you hear Ferris yeah. kind of talking to the. He called the police and I shout rats he's, or something, didn't he? Basically, yeah, and he's out. He's, as he said, he's always got that. He's always thought of everything. Yeah, which again is when but, you're young. But I don't think he's thought of that because it was, an op- it was like more of an opportunity, wasn't it? Because he picked up the phone and the phone was ringing already. But it, that's why he went over to the other phone. So it was just lucky that that happened and, and then he kind of used it to his advantage. I don't think he'd planned that. Don't you think, Stuart? Uh, what, what do you think, Stuart? What, what, Stuart, what are you Stuart? Okay. Stuart? Stuart? Fucking that is a really the hottest pizza I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> I can't eat that. But you know what? So hot. I swear, if you eat that, that is just for respect to you. You're not doing. Well, it's it not right. because I'm not going to. When you say that, when I have an asthma attack, I'm in hospital. I've got so much respect for you. So I think yeah. what he'll do is he'll go. He'll set the situation for the sleep. Yeah. That is. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thanks for that. I'll eat what? this. I was guarding you. You're guarding me. We go to the hospital, right? I can't breathe because I'm eating a salad and I'm out of air, and I'm, I'm I'm leaning against the pillar, and he goes up and yeah. Laughing, saying, My friend here is allergic to salad. He didn't say what's wrong with me. He didn't say he can't breathe properly. His lungs are coating, he might die. Yeah. No, he went, He's allergic to salad. Are you That's allergic to salad? I think it was, they didn't wash the pesticide. It was uh, a dressing, probably. Wasn't it was it? a dressing, it was a dressing. Uh, there you go. Uh, and then I'm sitting there and he falls asleep next to me. And I you, no, asleep. you fell asleep first, and then I was sitting there making sure no one. Fiddles with you or anything, and then I fell asleep as well. What, well, is that what they do in hospitals? They, when you're asleep, they fiddle with you? You never know. <laughs> <laughs> what hospitals have you been in where they fiddle with you when you're asleep? You just have you like your spleen removed. Like, yeah. just, just wake up and you've got like... Yeah. With my kidney! Yeah. Oh, my lungs! Just, just use your spare parts. You're just the head, you're just the head in a box. Well, it's like a hostel where you just... <laughs> people go in and, and pay to experiment on you and stuff Absolutely. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what's that? I'm missing a little toe. What? Yeah. I've only for 10 minutes. <laughs> only came in I was allergic to salad. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But there you go. I think you forget the fact that Nim saved your life that day. I did. He did, he did. did. I took him to hospital. Mm, no one else wanted to, did they? I was on a lunch break then. No, I, I was going to go back home. Nobody uh, believed you. 
No, Even really. I didn't believe you. You didn't believe me? Seriously? Because I thought you were joking. When you why, would I, why would I? I was like, I'm talking like this. What do you mean? But if someone talks to you like that, don't you think they're joking? I think they're doing a really good impression. And I, yeah. I was like encouraging you. I thought it was a really good impression you were Thank doing. You but then when it lasted for a lot, more than five you minutes. You saw my face. I, yeah. I, was, I was going. I was going. To be honest, I got bored of you because I thought you were doing an impression. So I thought, just go away. It's not funny anymore. <laughs> I shouldn't have laughed in the first place. You know? Yeah, but then again, you, you give me a clap the next day when I came into work alive. Yes, that's right. I mean, you owe me money at a point. That's the reason why. <laughs> I'm so pleased you're alive. Thank I'm you very much. Yeah. No, I'm glad you're all well. That's really good. Thank you're, you. so, you're so brave. You've been through so much. Do you know that? Yeah. From wrestling school to hospital. That's the, that's the name of my autobiography. <laughs> 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 uh, it sounds like you're really crap at wrestling <laughs> no, school. From wasn't, wrestling school to hospital. It wasn't very good. <laughs> There you so go. have you finished writing the three, three pages yet? Yes, or, uh, yeah, that's yeah. it, that's it. Excellent. Oh, well. <laughs> right, so, they, uh, Jesus Christ, this is, this is hard work. We're actually doing a film, aren't we? This is what we just asked him. I think so, yeah. Abusing James. So they um, completely annihilate the maitre d' and uh, give him such a hard time that they then get free food from the restaurant for, uh, for the humiliation that he suffered. They then go to uh, Wrigley Field, which is the home park of the Chicago Cubs. I know nothing about baseball whatsoever. Well, this is the thing. Uh, the only problem I have with this scene, I thought it was funny that obviously Rooney's in the bar, Dad's in the bar, or that's Rooney in the bar, and then Ferris catches the ball. Yeah. It has to be Ferris, of course. Uh, everyone, everyone cheers. But I did think, it's baseball on a weekday. During, I thought it was only weekend, a weekend. I know nothing about baseball apart from it's like rounders, and it shouldn't be called the World Series, because... There's only probably well, really America, America, Canada and maybe Asia people in there. American football, they're world champions, but nobody else plays it. Yeah. To a, to that level. And if they didn't st- keep juicing themselves up, then it would be a world sport because they would go and so I'm world. lost in your eyes. I really I'm trying, yeah, I'm I'm trying to say it. Like that. Sorry, every time oh. he speaks, I'm just getting this. I give up. It's unbelievable, isn't it? It's, it's as like, if... It hypnotises you. Yeah. If they went with doping laws, then gotcha. it would be a world sport, and then therefore it would be because they juice themselves up and only get like a, a month's ban for doing coke. Then uh, yeah, they get, uh, I, I, I tell you, you have me at hello. You have me at hello, Graham. Honestly, that is all I need you to say. You have me at ball. That's a completely different podcast. Yeah. No, but, but you know, obviously, the world and, and American football and rugby, because I know you're a rugby fan. If, uh, that is a, that if, is a world sport. Yeah, it is. Just, if just if a bunch of rugby people had a match against a bunch of American football people, listen, yeah, and one match they played rugby and the second match they played American football, overall, who do you think would fare better? Uh, it was done as a scientific experiment and it was rugby that came off the top. Okay. Because all-round athleticism, because American football, though they're fast and strong, the they're all-round athleticism breaks. is rugby. Oh, yeah. And they don't wear girly pads and helmets and don't just go with their head but you like American football you've been to I have I go, I go, I go every year to every game at Wembley yeah. I do enjoy watching it it's a good one and I haven't watched this, didn't watch Super Bowl even yeah. though I put the thing on the website but I haven't watched Super Bowl because uh, I had to be up early to uh, go to my first anger management meeting well, you're a good looking chap mate I do try so as well as going to the baseball game where I nearly get spotted by um, Rooney who's obviously watching it in a bar at the time where he walks up to a female and speaks to her in French and says, she thinks it's Ferris Bueller and says, your ass is mine. 
and she turns around and I recognise her and I was too lazy to find out what else she'd been in but she turns around and spits her kind of slushy drink yes. in his face so but she's and, been in something as well mm, I'd lick it as well licks it off his lips mm, no he doesn't he does yeah that was another film you watched. What fuck's Force Five? Oh, that's another it? one. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> the things you see. As well as that, they go to the Sears Tower and they go to an art institution in Chicago or Institute in Chicago. Um, and they go to the uh, like the stock exchange equivalent of, don't they? Yes. Again, it's somewhere um, that I can't pronounce. The Mercantile Exchange. There you go. And in Ferris, it crashes. Oh. oh. Yes. See, that's why I'm so looking forward to... Uh, yeah, it's going to be great, isn't it? I want to talk about X-Wings all the time. Um, the Ferris crashes the annual Von Steuben Day Parade, uh, which is a really, really good scene. It's a good fun scene, that one, isn't it? Where, yeah, where he's mouthing the music. It's, it's very nice. Yeah, where he lip-syncs to Wayne Newton's cover of... Is it Dankeschön? Something like that. Dankeschön. Something like that. I really don't know. Dankeschön, thank you. Oh, there you go. It must be that. that and then he does Twist and Shout by the Beatles, which is really, really good. I, I love that. And that's one of my scenes that I remember when I first watched it when I was a youngster, as well as all the tricks he plays, was what a legend. How good would you feel if you got on a float, everyone was there singing your name. You'd be buzzing, wouldn't you? It would be so good. You could mop up completely at that parade of anyone. Graham can anyway. He, is, he wouldn't need a milk float. <coughs> He's, I'm a milk float. float. I don't need a milk float. It's just a float. Okay, whatever. I don't need a milk float. What the hell? That is going to be brilliant. Your t-shirt for Comic Con. I don't need a milk float. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought that's what they were called. No, they're just called floats. Oh, okay. A milk float is something that delivers milk, which is really Yeah, smart. I know that, but uh, never mind. If anyone is still listening, bear with us because we've got some really big news at the end about future and we, podcasts. And we will, and we will finish this, yeah. this film. And it will be a good podcast the next three we're doing. Unlike this absolute fucking train crash. So, that's very funny. I'm sure we'll get many, many, many listeners from our <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think some of, many of our listeners have got IQs, unlike us. So, anyway, Meanwhile, uh, Rooney's trying to break into Beulah's home. He's, he's properly on the warpath, isn't he? He absolutely is. Yeah, he, he really, really wants to. So much to the extent that um, eventually he breaks into Rooney, um, to Ferris's house. So as he rings the doorbell, he works out that it's just a tape recording from Ferris's bedroom straight down. And I love the part when, obviously, the initial dog attack, which is one vicious dog when he pokes his head. What dog is that? I know nothing about it. I mean, that is evil dog. Those eyes and those teeth. Well. Man, it's a vicious dog. And he pokes his head through like the, the dog flap and that dog's just growling at him. And the look on his face of utter horror. Yeah. Gr- growling or share. grinning. Oh, it's it's, just, it was kind of like, it wasn't a... It is, it's it like, just a like a they grin. just got Vaseline and just stuff her. It is. It's like, I'm going to eat you and I could eat you. And it's just awful, isn't it? So, so yeah. I would shit myself. I don't like dogs anyway, but... I was bitten by one of them. And you're still so good looking. If you would have told it a story... <laughs> He's so cool. He's so cool. Yeah, I wish I, I got bit. I got bit by a poodle, but that's not a good story. So I got bit by a golden bit retriever. Yeah. Gotcha. How did that happen? Did you annoy it? No, I didn't. Just wow. so you know, you can't shrug your shoulders on a podcast. It doesn't have the same effect. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we could do it. We could do it with like um, audio description. Right, what what shrug happened? Shoulders. 
uh, I was just uh, standing there and um, yeah, it just uh, just happened to uh, go for me. It wasn't a big bite; it's just a uh, just a graze. It just went through my trousers and just grazed. My Obviously, face it didn't slightly. touch your face. No, cause... it didn't. No, unfortunately, some may think that's a that's a probably a bad thing, as uh, she's just taking another bite of pizza. But uh, yeah, I I managed Res- to bat it away. To you. Seriously, if only this was video, then you could see my shoulder shrug. Uh, really and uh, yeah, <laughs> okay. Stu's face has gone now red, and we are right. Okay. Nim, what is in that pizza? It's um, chicken, chicken cheese. No, no, it's not. It's something a lot hotter than chicken. And, and I cheese. can see the jalapenos from here. Yeah, I don't know what is that a jalapeno? That yeah, the green, green thing, the green one. Man alive. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> It's just ridiculous. So he breaks into the house. Um, he kind of drugs the dog by, by getting flowers. flowers and I, I don't know quite how that works. No, I think he's like steeped them. I don't know, but he, and um, Jeannie returns home, mistakes Rooney for an intruder. And that's a really, really good scene when they come face to face and she kicks him in the face for <laughs> a time. That's brilliant. That's a high kick as well. Yeah, and he just hits the deck, doesn't he? And uh, mistakenly or unknowingly, his wallet falls out. Um, and she calls the police and says an intruder up there. And she says that she's got a really bad. Is it? She's got a really bad case of gonorrhea or chlamydia or something. Like that. Yeah, she's something got, like that. Or am I just making out? No, she says sure. uh, herpes. I think she says herpes. I've got herpes or something like that. Yeah, maybe not gonorrhea or chlamydia. Same kind of disease. Yeah, it's, it's, you wouldn't want it either way. Um, so she, thank you very much. She ends up getting arrested and taken. Um, to the police station for filing a false report, isn't she? This is true. Did we mention, though, that uh, the mum came back and checked, checked him first? Have we had that bit? No, uh, no, but you can talk about it. Tell me about that, James. Um, she comes back and she checks him first, doesn't she? Comes back from school, checks him first, she walks up the stairs. And what I liked about it is it's filmed very much like a haunted kind of like, you know, that creepy music. Yeah, it's like first person view, isn't it? When she's walking up the stairs. She opens up and she sees him snoring there. It's not really him, he's made this Home Alone-esque contraction. It just goes to show that the difference of when you get old and miserable, that when I was young and I watched that, I loved the fact that it was all rigged up, that there was a trophy hanging there. Yeah, there was a mannequin, yeah, as you say, the trophy from the door, (coughs) and when I opened the door, they had to open the door slowly, they couldn't open it fast, otherwise the mannequin would turn over and the head would fall off or the sheets would fall off. But if you conveniently open the door... At the right pace. Yeah, at the right pace. And not too much. They will just turn over and go... And be snoring. And it's only now when I watch that. And, and a lot of John Hughes's films, the, the adults are played as complete idiots, aren't they? Yes. I mean, in The Breakfast Club as well, and in Weird Science. <laughs> even and this even film, up until Home Alone, to a certain Yeah, they were, all the adults are played as idiots. And, and in this, the parents... Just so naive and so stupid that it's only when you watch it when you're older, you kind of you realise how stupid they are. But when you're young and you're watching something like this, you think that Ferris has constantly got one over on them all yeah. the time. But it isn't that case at no. all, is it? It's just they're absolute pricks. There's no other word for it. So, but anyway, moving on, Steve. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. So um. While she's in prison, while she's in prison, while she's at the police station, she meets Charlie Sheen, played by himself, played by himself, looking like himself. Um, he does what he says on the tin, really, doesn't he? Is and he actually gets a kiss from her and makes her smile, which reminded me of you because through the whole film, she's bloody miserable. Yeah. And then she gets giggly and she smiles. And I remember 
not... What day was it that you laughed the other day? I don't know. I was with you, James, and he was laughing. That was Monday. Yes, it was Monday. Yeah, you laughed on Monday, so that's really, really Did good. I? Yeah, it's Thursday now. You laugh last on Monday. That's not easy to say. So, um... The therapy's worked. Yeah, it is working. So, basically, they pick the car up and they realise there's another 100 miles on the car. Uh, on the Ferrari. It's a great fight of the uh, joyride. Yeah, the I think like the Star Wars music from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah when they're going over there, yeah. And the fact they came back. Another just seamless link there, but yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah exactly, another link. It's, it's great, isn't it? But one thing that did bother me about that is that you would think that the car it is mid-engine, I believe it is rear-wheel drive, but it's going through the air, and, uh, oh. you, but it just manages to come down perfectly no like wobble or anything and just drive off they must have been hammering it to get over a bump like that but you see that in a lot of films don't you the only one that was, was quite true to it when it lands on its nose was um, National Lampoon's Vacations when Chevy Chase oh, drives the, the car off and Road Trip cracks yeah. up as well it's, yeah, the that's bridge. it yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bridge ruined that car exactly you see that in so many films that the, the car just smashes to bits Especially in um, The Rock as well, when they're having a chase, and that's in San Francisco, isn't it? Yes, which is a very hilly place. Yeah, when the cars are getting smashed to bits. The next time you see the car, it's in really good nick. So, but that's just being picky. Um, yeah, so where did I go to? Graham was good looking. Um, uh, Charlie Sheen. Lovely eyes. She's been arrested. That's it, yeah. She's just been arrested. Uh, yeah, so they get 100 miles on the car. Cameron has a fit, doesn't he? And did they just go in someone's back garden? I that don't scene know. in the swimming pool where the next thing Cameron's having a fit in his car and he screams because he realises that Ferris because he calls Cameron from it doesn't he but they're not a Ferris Bueller's house though are they this is true oh not that you know of no we don't know they're not Cameron's house though no, what about her house the girlfriend's house they're at somebody's house and I don't think it's it's got to be somebody's house. they could have been at Ferris Bueller's house only because they haven't dropped Cameron off yet and Cameron need to go to Cameron's house first yeah which doesn't make much sense, really. No, because he's already at his house, so... No, but then he does that to try and help him out with the Ferrari rewinding it, which doesn't But they, but they do get very dry very quickly, though, which is quite impressive. Yeah, which and it's all done in a very short space of time, as well. Yeah. And, um, but, yeah, so he fits, and then he kind of... He has, like, an epiphany, really. He just clicks, doesn't he? And he's, he does. He's smiling, he's quite happy about it, and I think from then onwards, there's no going back. It's inevitable what's going to happen, or whether he believes, as you did, that he can reverse the car... And it will two take seconds, a while. Two yeah. What he, I believed it. What you believed it for two seconds. It was the fact that you did believe it. It's like I only tried in dog shit for two seconds. Or I only had it in my mouth for two seconds. Doesn't make a difference. I was talking about dog shit, nothing else. Right, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but unless it's Graham's. Because he's, he's looking very dashing tonight. That would be like, taste like Nutella, I'd imagine. <laughs> what, Graham's? But smell like Hugo Boss. It would do. It would be a taste sensation. It would. Yeah, he's like Where the Where has this podcast gone? Yeah. Literally, in like 41 episodes, we've gone from deadly serious about films all the way through to now getting stupider and stupider and stupider to now talking about my something of mine. I think it's because in the last three weeks, it's been me have and James. Have you missed Jan- me that much? It's been me and James, and we've kind of just got used to each other. I don't think we've appreciated each other. No. Uh, and it's now that... Kind of, We've got the ability, if we want to, to swap partners during the <laughs> podcast. That that you kind of you realise it again. It's like kind of renewing your vows, isn't it? Uh, I mean, apart from Josh, the gang's back together. 
and and now he kind of it's opened other doors possibly new avenues are there I don't know maybe I'm only speaking myself I really don't know Nim's looking worried I'm just very confused at what you're saying I think you start to technicise me now as well I was never confused well I know I know <laughs> it's excellent um, so they go back to Cameron's house where they jack the car up <laughs> they do and uh, they soon learn that uh, Ferris's idea is a very naive and stupid one in the way of the miles ain't coming off the clock and he says to smash the um, like speedometer and then just reverse it back, doesn't he? Which is obviously wouldn't work either way. If you want to smash oh, that. Oh, there's old cars though. I, do, I do believe if you lift up the... Uh, there, there is something you can rewind. You can, yeah. You can, yeah, rewind you can clock them. You can't yeah. do it with the new cars. Yeah. Yeah. They used to do that. They used to clock them. Yeah. You used to do that. No, no. I said there was people that used to do the clocking. You had to be aware of that when you bought those kind of old cars. Yeah, because, yeah. Here yeah. I mean, we go. Go on. You know okay. a lot about cars. Oh, just gonna, yeah, you can. You can take the speedo out, and then, but you can do it on modern ones I as well. I did not know that. Yeah, it's easier to do it on the modern ones because they just leave yeah, it to a computer. computer and, yeah, uh, all you do is just type in a program and it changes the, the miles on it. But you can take a, do you hear this, a speedo James? around. You, you can hear what Graham's saying? It's unbelievable. It's blown my mind. We do not condone that kind of behaviour, though. I'm so naive, I don't even know anything about it. Really? I don't drive it. I cycle everywhere, don't I? Yeah, you are so, a, a, an athlete, so you know. Oh, I think green is green the best. Is. I was gonna try and make something rhyme with green, but I couldn't think of anything. Well, I think it was green is mean, but that doesn't work either. So uh, I'll try to think of a. You're slogan. a mean green machine. Yeah, I want to cycle everywhere. So See, uh, yeah. I think it's brilliant. You're keen and Captain green. Planet. I'm a keen cyclist. I love it. So yeah, keen green cyclist. There you go. Yeah, that's some more pizza in a minute. <laughs> um, so Cameron freaks out, and Ferris wants to take the blame for it. And he says, no, it's finally that I need to stand up for my dad and uh, not bow down anymore, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, which it's involves a, him. Yeah, and he starts kicking the front of the uh, the car. And, he, and the car comes off the jacks, goes you, backwards. You know exactly what's going to happen when he starts doing it, because he takes the shot yeah. straight to the car, and you're thinking, whoa, yeah. okay. And then it does. Exactly, and it smashes through the, uh, through the glass. Did you, have you, have you, you actually house. watched the first Twilight film? No. Okay. No, Why do you I, think that's part? That's no, the same no. house. It's just oh, the way Cameron lives, it looks really similar to the film. So you have watched it. Well, it I just lied to me. Yeah. I haven't watched it in its entirety. I didn't watch it because I've got a penis. But you, you know what I mean, so. don't you? Okay. Yeah. You have a what? I've got a penis. So I didn't watch. Um, didn't watch Twilight. I got made to watch it. You got what? I I got made to watch. It. I didn't. I, you I got made to watch it. I did. I did. held a gun against his head and went. Yeah. To watch I didn't it. mind. I, yeah. I didn't mind the first Twilight. That was okay. It was all the others. I did you watch it at Twilight? No, I didn't watch it. Do you know it's going to be a total eclipse in March? Did that? Yeah. Did you watch all the Twilight series? I have watched all of them now. Yes. So what? You got made to watch all of them? Yes. Ah, uh, oh, you are the good so thing is, full of good, shit. No, no. The good thing is, is no. We got to do like you choose your film and we'll watch it, and then I choose my film. So with Twilight, okay, it's now Terminator Two time. It's Twilight. Oh, again. don't try and okay. man it out no by it. Oh, That's what we do. That's yeah, what we do. Okay, it's fair. yeah, yeah. It's fair. Don't, don't, don't try and man it. No, yeah. no, She watched Twilight. Do you watching a war film? I'm, yeah. I'm off to watch on Saturday because it's my other Michelle's birthday. Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh my lord. I um, had I had so much respect for you. No, no one's got any no, no you never one. had no, you didn't have any respect for me. That's another lie. That's true, I didn't, I haven't got any respect to, to for you. To be fair, mate, if you straightened your hair, you can shave your manly beard that I am thoroughly impressed with. But, um, if, yeah, if you straightened your hair and shaved your beard, 
maybe put a frock on, you'd probably fit in quite well. Thank you. But yeah, that's why I'm, that's why I'm off to watch that this week. So you're going to watch Fifty Shades of Grey? That's great. Anyway, Ferris Bueller. Yeah, that house, um, I, I was really unorganised on my notes this time, but that house was um, designed by some famous architect and John Hughes paid for the damage caused to the glass in that house. Oh, wow. Because um, he was so anal about it, apparently. I'm really unprepared, and I do apologise. That Cameron Fry's house is located on Beach Street, Highland Park, Illinois. That's all I can say. Uh, yeah, so he smashes the uh, Ferrari out. And when this happened, lots of people who love that Ferrari wrote in and complained about it. And that's when it was announced that it was a fiberglass car and that it wasn't an actual Ferrari that they totaled. Um, so he does that, and then that's kind of Cameron's story over with, really, isn't it? He's he's which found is, himself. He's discovered a new. Which Cameron is annoying. Stronger. I wanted to see what happened when his father got back. And his father murdered him, I think. Okay, moving on. Very well repaired, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he jacked him up on, and he kicked him off down the hill, I think. Uh, so Ferris then, uh, the, the, was it? He, he drops off his girlfriend. Yeah, he drops off his girlfriend, um, even though he's not driving. And uh, he says, I love you, and that they all get married one day, and all that other nonsense, they say. The soppy stuff that no one really no. plays on. I think before he left... Was that great? I think he left before. Didn't he buy some personalised M&M's? I well think. done. Or was that a bit... I did think. Wasn't there a scene where he wrote their names in the sand? Yeah. They wrote their names in the, the sand. The scene. They got yeah. I got that. And they also put in the other scene... A bottle of champagne. A bottle of champagne and flowers. And then, because Ferris was going over um, to Sloane's house all the time, they kind of named her house on Facebook... It's like their own kind of like love den house kind of thing, isn't it? Over to you, Graham. Really? Yeah. What did you do for Valentine's, Graham? <laughs> oh, boys. Jealousy's a you bad thing. You gave your bollocks away on a plate. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you did. <laughs> no, I wear the trousers at home. Yeah, she I tells you what colour. That's it. <laughs> yeah, she chooses colour colour. I wear them, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I thought it's our first Valentine's together. I was going to thoroughly stitch myself up by saying I haven't made an effort with anybody else in the past. I thought, this one, I might as well make an effort with uh, Joey. Well, I might so, as well. So, I thought I'll make as much of an effort as possible. <coughs> so, the Friday, I ordered flowers for her, as you do. They arrived five days early. So, I stitched myself up there along with the car arriving five days early. So, um, I made a bit of a boo-boo there. I had to buy her flowers on the Friday before Valentine's on a Saturday. So I bought that, and then when she came in from work, I had it all set up on the table, all nice. How did you get the M&M's our... personalised ones? Uh, on your tinterweb. Yeah. Oh. So when she came in, I gave her her M&M's, the wine, and with our song playing in the background. What is your song, if I ask? You don't have to tell us. Uh, it is Ed Sheeran, Thinking Out Loud. I don't know how that goes. I'm not going to play it for you. I'm thinking but... out loud, because I'm very proud. So, well, as we were saying, how are you going to beat that <laughs> next year? Because um, you've raised the bar... To an unbelievable standard. It's like the first I, I, time I've ever seen a bit of jealousy and animosity in, in the room, really. Because no. you three bitter interested old men. Stuart, the first time you have sex, come on. Yeah, the first time you have sex with a woman, yeah. say it's impossible, but I heard some people do it, last longer than five minutes. Like, say, for instance. That's including your folding your clothes, isn't it? Exactly, and the taxi there. <laughs> that you have sex for three hours the first time you meet this woman. And she's like, oh my God. And she tells her friends, he was unbelievable. Three hours, hardcore, no holds barred. And 12 years into marriage. Goes. <laughs> well, yeah. And, uh, and then the next time you do it, 
next year. <laughs> it's like five minutes, and that's with a semi, and you're struggling. It's like, what's gone wrong? It was always this good. What's gone wrong now? And it's the same. Next year, you've got to kind of get walk through the door with doves coming out no, of your, out your sleeves or something like that. Then <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I love actually. All you need is love with a choir on the roof or something like that. You've got to raise the bar. <laughs> you really screwed the year after, mate. I've, 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 raised, I've raised the bar after for that. minions. I can, I'm sure I could, I could top that easily. I've got you know at least. I've probably got at least four years. You have made February the 14th, 2016, one of the more, one of the more exciting days in the calendar of the film world. Well, we will, we will find out, will we? In the, in the I can't time. wait. I'm really, really looking forward to it. If you've got any suggestions... This is our birthday. It's fucking coming up. Sorry about the top of the <laughs> Any suggestions of what Graham can do to beat personalised M&M's was it Roses? A sand, card, sand writing. Sand writing in a, only a card. In a, in a card. But, it's, but it had both your names on it. Yeah, if you can, what ideas. Yeah, it's a moon pig, so. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. See what ideas can Graham do to top that next year? Tweet us, email us, send the film real cast, and uh, we'll go with these ideas. And the best one Graham will do next year, <laughs> or Graham will do for her birthday. And we'll tell you live on the Film Podcast podcast what the reaction is. How good's that? Our listeners can assist. And this week they can join in with the celebrations. So if they come up with these ideas for either Valentine's Day, you can pick the best one and do it to Joey. This doesn't mean sexual positions or anything like that. This is such as gifts. And, gifts. And Some may say that is a gift. Some may so, say. Some may have said that in the past. Others may have said it's more of a... Well, to me and my, uh, I say me and my current wife. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> your last one. Depends what kind of mood she's in. No, I love her dearly. Uh, we don't celebrate Valentine's Day because it's a commercial day, and I don't want to get sucked into it. Uh, and I, and we've been married what twelve years nearly, so we just don't do it. You. You, you do something quite special, don't you? Well, not really. We just say to each other. Oh, well, I was thinking of the other thing you do. Okay, you <laughs> we, we, we you say, tell me what you do first. <laughs> no, we just say, we, we, because we've got like Mother's Day, Father's Day, Valentine's Day, we just say tenner each, see what we get. But, but you can't spend more than £10, basically. And that includes the card. That's what we do, so it doesn't go silly, you know? Nim likes that idea. Yeah. You go for a bargain bucket of the cheapest thing you can find. <laughs> he, he, he gets his Valentine card on February fifteenth, doesn't he? I think there was a time when I, I used to kind of do the kind of stuff that Graham does. But like you say, once you've been married, got anniversary coming up as well. Once you've been married for a while, yeah, just... I've got my first year anniversary coming up. What is it? Uh, <laughs> sixth of June. The sixth of June is it? Just conf- it's like he wants to be millionaire. Just confirm. You are telling me the 6th of June is your anniversary. Does your girlfriend listen to this? <laughs> no. Oh, oh, man, oh dear. But she, may, but she may do. I don't know. She Sometimes it's just the random ones that we do. So. Well, this yeah. is probably the most random one we've ever done. It is, really, yeah. It's, it's going with snakes on a plane, really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't forget, email us with ideas that Graham can put in place for Valentine's Day and we'll make sure he does them. Um, and for a, a birthday as well. And we'll make sure he does one of those ideas. Any ideas you've got. And I think it's been really good fun if we so, can do this. No. Then we can do it for the next birthday, the next birthday. And uh, we can just be guided. So it could be a case of a listener says, you have to do a bungee jump. And if it gets a vote for three of us, 
then you're going to have to do a bungee jump for um, yeah, your partner's birthday. Yeah, but you three know exactly what's going to... Scare me the most, so... Uh, I've got no idea, to be honest. I've got no idea. Well, heights is one of them, so there you go. I did not know that. You should not have said that. You really should not have said that. You should that. not you have said that. Now. Heights is something you're really scared of. Heights is something Graham's scared of. See, there is something I'm scared of. Are you shocked? You're so good looking. Heights oh. is frightened of you. Um, anyway, this film we were talking about... I can't okay, first really, yeah. He said goodbye. We really started talking about it in 1986 <laughs> as well. He yeah. said goodbye to his girlfriend... And as he's walking off, he's running and he sees his dad first. No, no, first of all, he runs out in the road and sees his sister driving back from the police station with his mum, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, I'd love to hear him say um, Gary's mum and dad driving around still. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Gary? Where's Gary? Who's this Gary? <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be hilarious. Um, and then this is, the mum doesn't see him, but the sister sees him and basically it's a race home. At which point I think Fresh Bueller goes near his dad. Dad doesn't recognise him. Well, he looks at it, did like a double take. Yeah. That's when he runs through, sees the two, sees the two women. Yeah. Stops and says, "Hi, I'm Ferris Bueller." So you know, yeah. fair enough. You just said you loved this woman, and you talked about marriage earlier. And he, he eventually he does make it home. He makes it to the back door, but the key's gone, and Rudy's got the key. And at this point, you think, "Oh no, he's screwed." He's, he's busted, basically, yeah. isn't he? And it, Rudy's face lights up. He's been attacked by the dog. He's lost his shoe. He's bleeding. He's properly fucked up, isn't he? Is. And luckily, uh, his sister actually is the one that saved him, thanks to Charlie Sheen, I think, making her happy. Why yeah, Why do you think she actually saved him in the end? I don't know. I mean, there's different possible reasons that she could blackmail Ed Rooney from now on she that did. he's been in the house because she gives him his wallet and says... She holds the key to everything at that point, doesn't she? Really? Yeah, yeah. She's got everyone's, well, everyone's balls in her hands, hasn't she, really? Yeah, and then she, yeah, and then she basically says... Oh, you know, oh, I wish you would have got a lift back from the hospital or something. That is Thank brilliant acting. That is the best acting I've seen in a long, long time, James. Can you do that again? I wish you would have got a lift from the hospital. <laughs> He's tried. He's tried. <laughs> I won an award once. What for acting? For swimming? Acting. acting. Wrestling? No, we Did you house. act in wrestling? Say so act in wrestling, don't that, No, no, you're speaking about private school now. So no, pri- no, no, we okay. had house acting and I won house acting. Best acting. House acting. Yeah. Basically, you know each of your houses no, right. in your school. school. Okay. You had to do a play, and I, See, I didn't have. So I didn't have houses at school. I didn't go to a posh school, so yeah. I went to a college. I won the best actor. What did you? What was it? Shakespeare? Um, no, it was from Kes, I think. Kes. Oh, that's yeah. the. Uh, that was the boy. Billy. The boy with the kestrel. Yeah. Well, I haven't got a clue what you're talking about. No, but you but, do them. Yeah, no, I guess all that counts. That's yeah. why. That's why I do films. Don't I do books. Don't read. So yeah, it's a good. It's good. Um, it's a good book. Yeah, it's got that boy with his fingers sticking up on the uh, title, isn't it? Yeah, he's got his two boys. It's it's yeah, he's two fingers in the air. Yeah, it's about a falcon, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I played him. Yeah, you played the falcon. Played the boy. It's like a duff from above. Yeah, that's really good. That's really really good. And now you do podcasts about films, so... Well, do we really? After this... <laughs> this yeah, one is yeah. Not the best example. But <laughs> not yeah. really, not really. But yeah, so... He gets away with it. Um, Rudy then limps away. And uh, Ferris he? goes upstairs, doesn't he? And he's yeah. in bed. And then he's so mothered. He talks like an absolute baby. But it annoys me. It kind of annoys me, though. Did it annoy you? Yeah, it did, yeah. No 17-year-old or... Six would ever talk like that. No, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? So, but there you go. And that's Fresh Builders Day. Uh, yeah, that is it. Yeah. If you want to kind of edit that, 
when you listen to it, I will we do talk about the film your own ears. at some point, yeah, we'll put two out where we don't speak bollocks uh, for halfway yeah, through. I'm not spending five hours. Okay, best bits, worst bits, James. <clears throat> uh, one of the best bits was the soundtrack, was absolutely brilliant, including uh, obviously the... Um, he didn't want to put it out as a soundtrack, John Hughes, because no, he I said know. that the, the songs are in such random order that no one want to hear a song with um, that donkey... Sure, oh, yeah. then yeah, listen to the Beatles and stuff like that. He said it's so random that it just wouldn't sell. I think it would have done. But he did yeah. give uh, I think vinyl copies of the Beatles away to uh, some like two hundred people. Okay. Who wrote in? So, uh, but yeah. I mean, I, I, I love the, the fact that Fer- Ferris gets away with everything, and it almost looks like a fluke. I think. I think. Yeah. And he thought that that's obviously a plus. Um, the negative, I guess, the negative for me. Is that I can't get over how annoying his voice was, his, his baby voice. That just really annoyed me. Yeah. And and it, and it took me out. I mean, that was the, probably the most annoying thing in the film. Um, Do you think that's because you've watched it now? You're kind of no. You're older. First time I watched it. You're joking. That's the first time you've watched yeah. it. First time I've ever watched it for this podcast. Really? Yeah. I, I, really just, I didn't it. even ask that. Normally we yeah. ask that at the no, start. But I just assumed that. I you you'd watched it. it before. No, first time. Yeah. Was it first time for you? Guys? No, no. I, I didn't remember it, but I've watched it before. Okay, yeah. I remember it, uh, halfway through I was like, oh yeah, I've watched this before. Oh, did you say that high pitch voice? you think it that high pitch voice as well? <laughs> oh yeah, I've watched this before. <laughs> Hello! I really do set myself up you for do. some absolute. I watched this before! <laughs> Honestly, it's on about, what is the minutes now? 1.14. So if you listen back to, to it once it's out. Actually, yeah. it's, it probably actually, my voice sounds higher on here anyway. So that's it. <laughs> actually, that particular part it's only dogs can hear. I should think now. Because really? now like, a load of people listening to you it sounds like SpongeBob with their, basically with, <laughs> with their dogs running around going nuts and they're going, "What the hell's going on?" Because they've just gone like just a th- just two seconds of silence where I went high pitch. Yeah, there's dogs like rolling over and sitting and bringing bowls and stuff like Bruce Almighty. <laughs> <laughs> Dog just standing under the feet. Yeah, it's like that. 3.5. So it's kind of like eight nims into the... Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> eight nims <laughs> into the podcast. It's a 3.5. It's a 3.5. Greyhound. Uh, worst bit, the baby talk and the whole Home Alone kind of fake snoring and all that type yeah. of stuff. Uh, best bit... Um, the car. The, pl- the plan... You know, how intricate it was yeah. and, and stuff like that. I quite enjoyed that. And the fact that it's just a really easy going... You don't have to think about it, film. It's kind of like one of those Sunday afternoon put on because there's nothing else on telly type films so you don't have to worry about it. Uh, I would probably give it, yeah, same with James, three and a half. It's not, not the worst thing in the world, um, but just easy going and doesn't really take a lot to think about, but yeah. there's no character development in it or anything, so it's not really too intricate, but yeah, three point five. I mean, it's quite different. Would you say it's better than Weird Science or worse than Weird Science? I don't remember. I can't remember now. What did you give it? You can't remember. I think I gave it a three and a half. Yeah, but you, overall, as a film, rather regardless of the score, do you think? Yeah, you know, <laughs> if I you had to watch one or the other again, what would you watch? I'd watch both. I enjoyed them both exactly the same. What you? Say. I didn't watch Weird Science. Didn't you? Or you no, because I was allowed. I wasn't allowed DVDs or any access to a computer. Oh. Uh, you got too emotional. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I'll smash it up. Alrighty then. Nim. 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 Well, um, Nim. 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 Now we've got, to wait, we've got to wait one Nim before he uh, gives, him, okay. gives his response. No, I, I think, I agree, I, I like the soundtrack, like the, you know that, whoa, whoa, oh 
yeah. That, that was from The Secret of My Success, another 80s film. Yeah. Michael J. Fox. So those kind of little things were great. Yeah. How'd it go again? Well, well. It's quality. It is. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. Um, yeah, I, I, I just think it's an easygoing film. I don't think there's anything in there I don't like it. You know, it's the, the whole thing is for me. It's something you can just sit there and watch. And for me, when I was younger and I watched it, I feel the same way as because I haven't seen it probably for years. Um, and when I watched it last night and finished off watching it earlier today, I just thought this is what like when you're a kid, seventeen-year-old kid going to school or college, you watch this. It kind of justifies when you take that day off. Yeah. And bunk off and do something, whatever you do. Yeah. This, this, this is what that film. Do you represents. think the, this film is better? Kind of, it's got nostalgia to it because that it, these days, obviously, the way technology is, it's completely different. Film, it would be a different setup. Back in those days, in nineteen eighty six, when he bunked off, it was about going to restaurants and going up towers and like I did, go up to museums and just going somewhere different and at carnival. And there wasn't any technology side of it, apart from obviously he hacked into the school computer and stuff like that. Macintosh. Yeah, it was all out having fun, wasn't it? Yeah. And do you yeah. think this film could be remade in current day, like the way it is now? I, I think it could. I think it could. Because, I mean, again, even though the technology, there's lots of more technology now, but ultimately, what would you, you know, what would kids even do now? It's not like they're going to bunk off the day and stay at home playing PlayStation 4 all day. I, there are some kids out there that will do things like that's that. That's what they do. That's um, what I do when I'm not working. Yeah. <laughs> I sit on the Xbox all day yeah. and that's it. But I mean, when I used to bunk off school, I mean, I didn't even do that kind of stuff. We'd, I'd do some random stuff. We thought we were the Goonies and we'd go around build, building tree houses in bloody forests that yeah. a hurricane Gilbert had knocked down in 1987. I mean, it's that, that kind of bizarre thing that we yeah. So, yeah. That's, yeah, because you, you were the leader of the Goonies, weren't you? With his sports skills. Oh. Yeah, with his sports skills. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. He was the leader of the Goonies with his sports skills, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Come on, Pluto. Hot <laughs> dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. I like how dirty one out. What would you give it, Nim? Out of uh, five? I'd give it a four. Would you recommend it to anyone? I would, yeah. And because I wasn't on the weird science thing. I mean, because those, those kind of films, are my, I, I love those kind of films. So yeah. weird science. What do you give weird science? Oh, a four. A four, okay. Yeah, definitely a four. Yeah. They're just, they're just such good... You know, like I always bang on about it and say feel-good movies. They're just films that you can just sit down and watch on a Sunday afternoon. And the films I'd let the, the kids watch as well, maybe when they're a little bit older as well, because... Is there, is there much swearing in Ferris Bueller's? No, it's not. It's, a, it's safer than Weird Science, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Weird Science is quite tongue-in-cheek sex-wise, isn't it? It is. Mm. It's in between Ferris Bueller and Porky's, really, isn't it? It's yes. In between yeah, it's, quite, it's still quite mm. safe. Um, I think the best bit for me is Ed Rooney in the film. I think he's such a good character. I think he makes that film what it is. I think he's absolutely brilliant. Um, and... Also, I love the clip in the classroom where the kids are listening to the teachers and they're just bored shitless. That sounds like nearly every work training day or when they've yeah. got a new PowerPoint about something new at work. Exactly, and everyone's just sitting there and they don't want to be there. No. They're just completely brain dead and it's just awful when it's like that. So I really, really love the realism of that scene. And as I say, um, Jeffrey Jones, who plays Ed Rooney, is the best character in it for me. The worst bits, I suppose, if I had to be really picky, again, and I think it's due to an age thing, 
is that the way he's, he's kind of really mollycoddled um, at the end of it when he speaks to his parents and they rub his cheek oh, and he goes to bite their finger and just, oh, it's just a kind of... It's cringy, though, isn't it? Yeah. He's trying to shake him and go man up. Yeah, he's pandered to his every needs and it's just a bit over the top. It's, it's not needed. Um, and that's it, really. I'd, I'd still really, really like this film. It's a classic film. I'd recommend this to anyone. It's a brilliant film. It's really, really good fun. I'd give this um, four out of five. It's, it's made an impact on me when I was younger, and even now watching it, I I just love the film. I think it's great. It's timeless. And if if you like this film, another good one to watch. It's got the character, uh, the actor Ed, who um, Matthew, Ed, Ed, Matthew Matthew Broderick and Ed Rooney. They both kind of um, team up again for another similar kind of film. I don't know if John Hughes made this one as well. It's called Out on the Limb. Has okay. anyone seen Out on the Limb? No. But that's another, it's a similar kind of, not similar story, but it's that kind of John Hughes type of, um, you, you, I would say it's that type of film. I don't know if yeah. you've done it or not, but it's worth watching. But he was like knocking it out of the park completely, wasn't he? Yeah, Breakfast Club, which yeah. Weird Science, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and the guy... Great, great Outdoors. Yeah, and the guy who was um, Cameron Fry um, went for the audition for Breakfast Club and wasn't successful but he, he liked him so much he then he brought him onto this film I think what other films has he been on? he was in Speed wasn't he? he was on the bus in Speed but apart from that yeah. he's not really been anything he's probably made an appearance in CSI because everyone has at some point um, yeah, either that or, or, yeah. or Star Trek yeah, or, yeah, or Star Trek but, um, so that's it um, next week I mean, I am so excited about next week. The that's taking the most planning for anything ever. Yeah, next week. What are we doing next week? I can't remember. It, it's quite far away, and it happened a long time ago, in a completely different galaxy, Stu. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. We are doing Star Wars, and we are doing Star Wars in the order they were released. And uh, <laughs> I am so excited. This is the film I grew up on. This is what my mum and dad were saying. I wish you knew your time table as well as you knew your Star Wars characters. Uh, I just love it. I'm buzzing about doing this next week. And you week. still don't know your time's table? I still don't know my time's table, but I know the tallest Star Wars character, uh, the Star Wars figure. So um, I just can't wait. And I'll have to practice saying Millennium. 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 If he concentrates, he can say it. We're doing this the other day. Millennium. Yeah, I can't even speak now. But yeah, that spaceship. So it's really good. I can't wait. And it's going to be really interesting because Josh is a geek on Star Wars, a massive geek. He is, he is. He yeah. is. And, um, it's going to be a very, very, very long podcast. It's going to be a long podcast. There's going to be refreshment breaks. And uh, it's going to be great. And I promise you, we will talk about Star Wars more than we've spoken about this film. I think that's, yeah, I think that's a good And the IQ is going to be raised again because Josh will be there. Yes. So there will be some intellectual to the podcast, thank God. So, uh, But yeah, that's it from me. Star Wars next week. And I'll be posting loads out on Facebook and Twitter. Add a Film Real cast. Facebook as well. iTunes. Website, filmreel.co.uk. Yeah, if you go to the website and you click on the episodes page, um, all the episodes are available on there. Just click on the, uh, the film tile and... The podcast is instantly there. So thanks for the downloads. It's been another really good month. I don't know why people want to listen to the shit that we This talk. one, especially so. Yeah, this is unbelievable. So people kind of wonder what film they're actually talking about. I think people are going to enjoy this. 
Do you really think? Really? Yeah. Do you really, really think so? I really, really I don't know. I give our audience more credit than that. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. We shall wait and see. Anyway, yeah. goodbye. 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 Goodbye for me. Ed Ronnie. Ed, this is George Peterson. How are you today, sir? Well, we've had a bit of bad luck this morning, as you may have heard. Yeah, I heard, and oh, I'm all broken up. Boy, what a blow. It's been a tough morning, and uh, we've got a lot of family business to take care of, so if you wouldn't mind excusing Sloan, I'd uh, appreciate it. Well, uh, sure, yeah, I'd be happy to. Yeah, you uh, you, you just produce a corpse, and uh, I'll release Sloan. I want to see this dead grandmother firsthand. It's all right, Grace. It's Ferris Bueller, a little twerp. I'm going to set a trap and let him fall right into it. Uh, uh, Ed, I'm, I'm sorry, did... You wanted to see a body? Yeah, that's right. Just uh, roll her old bones on over here and I'll dig up your daughter. You know that school <laughs> policy. Oh? Uh, was this your mother? Uh, no, my wife's mother. Ed Rooney's office. Hi, this is Ferris Bueller. Can I speak to Mr. Rooney, please? Thank you. Uh, hold. I'll tell you what, dipshit. You don't like my policies, you can just come on down here and smooch my big old white butt. Ed! Pucker up, buttercup. What? Ferris Bueller's online, too. Hey, Mr. Rooney, how you doing? Listen, uh, I'm sorry to disturb you at work, but I'm not feeling very well today. And I was wondering if it might be possible for my sister to bring home any assignments for my classes that I might need. Have a nice day. <clears throat> Mr. Peterson? Um... <coughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think I owe you an apology, sir. Well, I should say you do. I, uh, I, I, I... Well, I think you should be sorry, for Christ's sake. A family member dies, and you insult me. What the hell is the matter with you, anyway? Uh, 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 well, uh, you, uh, I, I, I really don't know, sir. I mean, I, I, I didn't think I was talking to you. I, I thought I was talking to somebody else. You know, sir, that I would never deliberately insult you like that. I, I, I can't begin to tell you how embarrassed I am. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. What? Asshole. Uh, you're absolutely right, sir. You've hit the nail right in the head. Find out where she is. This isn't over yet, Buster. Do you read me? Uh, loud and clear, Mr. Peterson. <laughs> <laughs>